listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Pretty meta. World like, peace. World peace? What about world peace? What? No, that's a basketball player. He changed his name to Meta World Peace. Meta World are you, are you joking? Peace. No, no. Ron Artest plays for the Lakers. Okay. He plays. changed his name to Meta World Peace? Yep. How is Meta World Peace different from regular World Peace, Scott? Um, it doesn't play basketball. What? Yeah. Fucking drugs, man. How do they work? give people lots and lots of money to bounce a ball. You end up with stuff like that. Right. Wonderful. And this is 90S12. <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan of numbering the podcasts. Really? How yeah. else do you keep track of them? Uh, the ones you've heard and the ones you haven't. I would say I disagree. What if we came up with a snazzy title? Well, I, I title all of them, and yeah. they're all there. The yeah. thing is, is that... Um, if you have various podcasting programs, like uh, like Podkicker for one, everything just sort of gets thrown into a big list, and then you pick the podcast that you like. No, no, I get the idea of naming the file with a number, but no, the but fact the, that the file you keep... no, but on Podkicker you wouldn't see the file name. You only no, no, see no, no, no. but like like on iTunes, I, I get the reason that you'd want it to be ninety s twelve, right? But the fact that you keep referencing the number. I'm saying this. You said it one time, man. I said it at the beginning. Of every of every episode, it always bugs me. But what happens if you have like your podcast player full, and you're like, "Me, did I hear this one? No, I heard 11. There, we well, can look 12. at the file. Your MP3. I don't know, player. man. I'm trying to do a service to the fucking population. Just because you use an MP3 player that's 15 years old, I that's you on. Guys don't think we're doing a disservice by talking about podcasting stuff rather than this is going to be a tutorial <laughs> on how to podcast. And teamwork. <laughs> teamwork. I don't know. I think a little behind the curtains isn't the worst thing we've ever done. I think the worst thing we ever did was show up fucking shit-faced. Yeah, but, yeah that was pretty bad. <laughs> now, in my defense, I was feverish. No, oh, whatever. Drunk. You're drunk on fever. And John takes his socks off. What are we uh, What are we talking about this week, guys? Dude, so many interesting things. You okay. had um, an eye-opening League of Legends experience. I watched the fucking we... tournament of League of Legends, and it was like monkeys throwing cats at each other. So but I wasn't watching. For anybody who actually knows, we watched the grand finals between Team Solomid and Counter Logic gaming north america six matches of mlg anaheim this weekend it was on sunday night we watched it all live on a big screen with uh Vigimi. it was great i, th- I had fun <laughs> you and Jaime went to bed yep missed the grand final <laughs> missed the grand finale ringer match yeah, yeah, yeah it was it's and supposedly scott it was the highest fucking like pretty much the highest caliber game that could be played in north america right it's like, pretty wild yeah like two of like the Super, super top-tier, old-school guilds, or whatever the fuck they're called Teams. in League of Legends. Yep. And they have this like big old rivalry going from a year back, and they one of them, it's a double elimination tournament, so one of them lost very early on, and then struggled their way through the loser's bracket to come back into the grand final, which as a double elimination meant that they had to win two consecutive best-of-threes, and the first best-of-three went to three matches, the second best-of-three went to three matches, so you don't really get as like down-to-the-wire... As you could get in that. Did you have... I want to hear your experience, I, though. Did you uh, have fun watching it? It was, it was okay. I mean, again, 
Dude, were, you, were you cheering for a team? Not really. They. How could you? I mean, I, I mean, like, like the thing is, is like you just sort of like you see these guys who have been playing League of Legends for three days, so they're all fucking like drinking their Red Bulls and shit like that. Look, kind of like whatever. Their announcers look like they're falling asleep because they've been doing eight-hour announce shifts, and I'm like, I can relate to that. From oh, all yeah, the dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or you're just sort of like tr- they're tr- really trying to be jazzed and like just fucking look really, really tired. Um, but like, I mean, the action is in a video game. So it's not like, like there's something like when you when we talked about this on a podcast earlier where John said that his favorite sport to watch was League of Legends. There's, and I can understand it in the sense of like watching the strategy, watching whatever. As watching it purely as a spectator, mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of the like, the heart and the emotion that like shows on an athlete's face that's just completely absent. You know, like, when, when you see a guy scores and his fucking eyes light up and whatever else like that and fucking, like, goes by and, like, high-fives the team and everything else like that. Like, that only happened right at the end, one solo mid, whatever. Even even after, like, they had a victory in one of the two out of threes, just, they sit there, they look wiped. Because they're not, like, it's a different kind of expenditure, you know? Yeah, it's not yeah. like, you know, when, a, like, the, the Patrick Waugh, when he, like, made the save and winked at uh, Sundstrom. Yeah, when winked at Sunstrom as he went by. Like, it's, like, the, one of the most famous moments in hockey. Right. Like, they don't even see each other in League of Legends. Like, the competitors don't even physically see each other. <laughs> like that, And so it's just, like, there, there's something missing. I'm not taking away from the skill or anything of these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying there's something that I find that is missing just by watching the little digitized sprites. And it's, like, when I shoot a bow and arrow, he shoots the bow and arrow with the same animation every time. Like, there's, there's a little bit of, like, raw... Emotion and like talent and stuff. That so you're saying put them in the same room when they're playing? I'm saying give well, them. Well, they were in the same room. They're just in soundproof booths across like a hall from each other, kind of. Oh. Yeah. No, no. Put their monitors right back to back. Yeah, you can't really get away with that. Why not? Because they 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 have to communicate with each other, and if the other team can hear them setting up plays or whatever, they're they're gonna lose. But then there's no smack talk. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, chance yeah. of a. But, and like I said, I'm not even just saying smack talk. Yeah, like I, I'm just saying like there's those moments. Like I mean, hockey is my, my my go-to. It's the sport I watch the most. Where you just like you see it on the player's face, like and you see either elation or like upsetness, or whatever. And there was like kind of none of that. And you don't see like a person like like the amazing plays don't have like extra animations. Whereas like yeah. someone gets tripped up on the fucking breakaway and like drops down to their knee and then still dekes and like shelves it, and you're like. What? Whereas, like, that's going to be, I ran around the corner at the right time and then fucking lightning bolted the guy when he wasn't expecting Listening it. to you and Jaime, like, talk about it and, like, ask questions and stuff, I realized the, the overhead to learn, like, what was an amazing play is so fucking big for that game. Like, it's so hard to just, like, there were moments in there that were truly astounding to me, but that's because I play the game on a regular basis. Well, like, I was kind of impressed with, like, the the two Baron steals, like, whatever yeah, else like that, that was where, like, where, like, a dude, like, sneaks in just out whatever. But, yeah. again, like I said... Without physically seeing a guy, you're just sort of like, I see the little Benum move just out of range of all their AoE effects, and yeah. then like, boop, and like, cast a little spell, and everyone like, trips balls and starts going apeshit, yeah, and you're like, I'm like, and I can understand, what he did was really cool, but like, the animation wasn't cool, it didn't make, do a cut scene of him fucking like, moonwalking or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, like, it just, it kind of like, I if I were to make a broadcast, I would cut back to the players a lot more like because for sure the guy like at least smiled or yeah, something you yeah. know like like which i think would add a lot to seeing a little bit of the human side of it because when you're watching the show it's just like basically watching a cartoon you kind know of, like yeah. and i mean yeah. whatever and it's it's cool a, especially as a, as a, especially if you don't care who wins or loses yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, like, like that's it. Like I, I mean, I can watch hockey that I between two teams that I don't care about, and just because I enjoy the sport, whatever else like that. Yeah. I'm sure you can watch League of Legends just games like that just to watch like the strategy and all that For shit. Sure. Yeah. But it's not to me. It's not as compelling because there's like there's no no emotion. There's no anything else like that. Like yeah. As a follow-up to all of this, they're putting it on actual TV in the yeah, fall. Yeah, you're saying. There's, like, an actual station. It might even be the CBC in Canada, anyway, who's going to be running, like... I don't know if it's just one tournament or if they're going to run a couple of, like, show matches or something. So this this thing is actually going to make its way onto real TV. The I other, don't know if it's going to work. The other thing, uh, and again, if I was fucking producing it, yeah. would be, like... And, I mean, they, they, they can't dumb it down too much for television, right? Like, yeah. But... Just and I know that they're that that's not their market. Like the fucking two hundred thousand people who are streaming online, yeah. fucking are streaming online because they know what League of Legends are. They're not just sort of like, what's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then watching it, so they they can gloss over that really quick. Mm-hmm. But um, like a quick, <laughs> say like a video package even of, um, like the characters, what the characters do, what the characters' alts are, yeah, like how they might be used, like. How they're you like how this character is used as a jungler, how this character is used as well, a mid, like and it's just like it would take like two three minutes. Here's how you use him as this. Here's how you use him as this. Here's how you use him as this. They might not even do that, but just kind of like you're like, like okay, like American Gladiators. Every time they introduce the game, they say, "This is assault. We have to go from this station to this station, yeah, yeah and yeah, throw yeah, a yeah. tennis ball and do that." Like you've seen it, and most people know what it is, but they still take the time to yeah. For, this is um, Steve. Like, it's, it's Steve shoots fireballs. It's Steve weird also enough. Shoots... Yeah, it's weird enough and foreign enough that the first time American Gladiator viewer is just sort of like, "What the fuck? Why are they shooting tennis balls at that guy? Yeah. Why are they suddenly trying to tackle him?" You know, like, like what the fucking conveyor belt. You know, and it's like, and that was like watching someone go through the eliminator or like with no explanation. Like it's all a fucking Japanese game they, show at um, that point. You know? like, I, I brought you in t- for like the grand finals matches yeah, at yeah, the yeah. start of the weekend on the Friday when they yeah. were doing the opening runs. They had like one one of the streams, there was four streams going simultaneously of okay. casted matches and one of the streams was a guy doing like newbie kind of stuff like explaining what the roles were like every time somebody would buy an item they'd be like okay, hey, he's getting this because this helps his strategy for this whatever. Doing exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And um, and they, I think they cut it out at the grand finals because they're they're if you're staying up, it's like one o'clock in the morning, and you're yeah. walking, watching League of Legends. Presumably, you know what you're saying. I get what he's saying. Like when the video package came out for um, the orange box and it introduced mm-hmm. all the characters from Battlefield. Team this Fortress. Is the, Team, Team Fortress. Fortress. Yeah. yeah. This is the uh, the sniper. This is the engineer. Yeah. Give you a nice little. Oh, that's what I'll be doing if I play that character. Right. 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 Well, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they have to uh, come up with. I I feel really nervous for. League of Legends, like... But on the plus side, all the guys are billionaires, so it's not... No, 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 but I, I mean... Trying to put that on television seems like a really big mistake. Super tough. Super, super tough. I mean, like, fucking who would watch that? Just being e- like... Even StarCraft is easier to just watch, because it's just too... Even if you can't, like, appreciate the strategies or know what's going on... Two it's sides. Just two sides, they're slamming into each other, one guy's gonna win. It's either big aliens or humans or... Psychic I don't know. I think aliens. Think yeah. about watching the Winter Olympics when you're watching cross country skiing. Right. And it's it's long and it's boring and it's like two hour coverage of, of cross country skiing right. during the fifty K. Yeah. Yeah. They you, usually you, cut away to other sports though. No, they <laughs> usually cut away to athlete profiles. And that's what they need to do. No. This is John Lechman from Montreal. Sure. Yeah, John John works at Telus. He's got his headset on. Well, 
Remember that John, tell us about starting to play. The, the matches can that. be like twenty five minutes long, right? Yeah, just have the match kind of shrinks up into half the screen, and then they cut to the interview footage of you talking about there are certainly your training par- regimen. Or there are certainly parts of the match where there's like two or three minutes of nothing kind of farming, going on, yeah. where like especially like intro intro to matches where there's like just whatever. Then there's someone up farming when when nobody knows what's going on and they don't have to put their little fucking oracle things whatever to yeah. see each other, like. And you're just sort of. They've like, got that video package of you like walking down the street to work. John Leckman was teased as a child. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just sort of like he spent every day in the library, learning to code, and then he became a Canada's legend. Greatest League of Legends player. That's great. That's not true. That's totally it's not true. That it's guy. Hotshot GG. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Guelph, or Brampton. Brampton or something like that. Brantford. Something. Like the, the reason, because if if he comes from the same city as Wayne Gretzky, that could be the city of champions. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, if he's like, <laughs> but I don't know the reason. He's, he he was playing in the grand finals. He's not his Gretzky, team that lost. <laughs> so he's like Gretzky in '93, maybe late late season Gretzky. Fucking Kings won the Stanley Cup. Yep. What up? We didn't even watch the match. Instead, we went to go watch um, oh, the house in the we, cabin in the cabin woods? in the woods. Holy shit! Fucking God. great. Like, probably, I feel as 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 fucking good as much like cult potential, whatever as like Evil Dead kind of thing. So you're turning into a huge Joss Whedon fan then. He only co-wrote it, and apparently not that like. Uh, there's a bit of it, like that opening sequence is like hardcore Whedon talking where the two uh, the two office guys. Yeah. I don't think I think he I think it's a little bit. Can we know. spoil it? Is it is it been out long enough that it's uh, fair it, to spoil uh, it? Like I think so. I guess we'll. I feel we'll pretty cover. bad about it because it's very integral to the film that it. I haven't be seen spoiled. it yet. No, you can't spoil Fuck it. You then you, you had your chance. It's in Dollar Cinema already. Like it's in been in regular cinema. You guys didn't even dollar. invite me to go see it. I totally did. You liar. It was it was on like nine o'clock on a Monday. You wouldn't have come. Regardless. <laughs> You can't spoil it for me because you thought I wouldn't be able to go. Whatever. Man. All right. Well, this anyway, film we got fucking yeah. amazing. Does every like it fucking pays homage to fucking everything like in the right way. I mean, without any spoilers, like two couples and a stoner head up to a cabin in the woods to like get to get Whoa. away. You know, like. Right, so it's the the cabin like, looks like the cabin, the cabin from Evil Dead. Really like it really, like the they obviously. Dead. And it, it's just sort of, it starts off the right way. You can tell that the people who made it are fucking like in love with the B horror film, like the slasher cult movies, like whatever else. Tons and tons of little Easter eggs here and there. Walter brought up the Funny Games reference that the film kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the yeah. intro title. I mean, like, these guys obviously are, are great lovers of the horror genre. Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I, heard, I, I was I, I was looking around um, online yeah. for a good shot of the whiteboard. There, yeah. was a, there was a movie, there was a movie companion book or whatever that they published oh, that has pretty much the whole whiteboard. A little bit it's blocked out, but there's yeah. like I don't I don't want to even ruin what's on the whiteboard, for Scott, because like, yeah. like if I talk about the whiteboard too much, Scott, it, it kind of spoils. It does. But just fucking the whole whiteboard is hilarious. And when they're talking about Kevin, yeah, the um, the actors were just sort of like it was always like a running joke that like Kevin is just like. A guy in uh like in a in a dress shirt that's like with one button undone yeah. and like it's just tucked in, and he has glasses. <laughs> and that, that's just him. Like that's not Kevin. not even like creepy pedo glasses or whatever. Yeah. Just that's Kevin. Yeah. Just a completely like normal guy. You'd miss him like ninety nine times out of a hundred. Amazing. Of that's Kevin. <laughs> You're like amazing. 
Anyway, so it puts up all these like regular. The Fuck. second you're bored with the like standard stereotypical horror that you're watching, it it jumps to something that you you can't even expect it. You have no idea what's going on, and it's so like starkly contrasted to the style of classic horror that you're kept interested both by the horror and by the the other stuff because they're just right. in such diametric opposites, it, and it's bouncing back and forth. Really, and then, really. then it turns out that there's something deeper, and like, yeah. The twist is Lovecraftian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a Lovecraftian twist at the end, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's really, really, really good. And I mean, it's I a good twist. It's not a stupid twist that no. most horror movies. No, no, no. Not, it's a good not, twist. A, not a stupid twist. The twist, the twist, kind of like it's one of those things where you're watching it, and like what John says, like those weird cuts of stuff where you're like almost seem unrelated. Yeah, because that's that's really the bane for me with horror movies. It's ninety percent awesome, and then the last ten is like what. I don't think they could have ended this film in any other way. Like, uh, I do. Like I said, I, I think they they could have they could have done it. Yeah, and it would have been it would have been as good of an ending because like one way or the other, I guess. Like the ending still had that same weight. I think yeah. whether like how it goes down. I thought like it, they didn't have to end it that way. It still yeah. ends really well. Yeah. But yeah. like, think of horror movies. Like, what are the best endings to horror movies? The Ring. I wrote, yes. a whole, I wrote a whole article about why I think the ending of the ring is fucking amazing. <laughs> is it on our website? Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes. So you I, don't read my shit either. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I swear to God, dude. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> the ring? Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You were talking about... It wasn't a whole article about the ring. It was Not a whole, whole article about the ring. It was a whole article like, about that moment uh, uh, where... The kid, the kid is yeah, like, you yeah, weren't yeah, supposed yeah. to help her. The whole fucking movie builds up to the moment where you're like, yes, we're going to save the girl in the well. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's fucking completely Now I know. You wrote wrong. an article about that moment in film. Anyway, yeah. And the ring was the opening. Yeah. Very anyway, yeah, I read I'm, that part I'm totally, I'm totally, I totally think the ring had one of the best endings. That, that twist at the end of that was fucking bang on. Brilliant, brilliant. Right. The, the, the classic... That's one. The classic horror ending, I don't, I don't mind it. It's in a million things, but the like, he's not really dead or whatever. Like, oh yeah. Like, and I mean, it, it only works with the slashers, like the Freddies and the Jasons and whatever what else. What, like, like, you think the ending to Friday the Thirteenth is a good ending to a horror movie? It just pops out of the water, water again and he's like, okay. yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, because you're like, it's it's a different it's a different. In- there's they, different levels of horror. In, like, classic slasher horror, that's the best ending. Because you don't want him really dead. You even, want him to come back Army for the of sequel. Darkness. Like, there's the, yeah. there's, like, the multiple... Army of Darkness is awesome. I don't know. Which, which ending? And there are three. The S-Mart? The, S- the S-Mart is the original theatrical ending. Okay, and there one reason in the, the future. Dead. There's one where he where he gets confused and he takes, like, the three drops of the potion and he sleeps too long and it's like... He slept through reality and it's like a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I slept too long! And, and that's also amazing. And then because that's kind of a good throwback to the first ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. The ending of Evil Evil Dead Two, where he shows up in medieval times. In medieval times, quote unquote, like <laughs> yeah. Army of Darkness version of medieval times. That's a good ending too. Evil Dead Two, where like he saves the day and then gets fucking sucked through a portal into another dimension. Yeah. You're like, what? And the fact that they followed up on that in the like in the sequel, obviously. I mean, it would have been yeah. kind of a stupid ending if there was no Army of Darkness. Wait a second. So we fought off the Deadites. Now and he's then, in the past. Now that, he's that's in where the it ends. <laughs> that's how a movie ends. Other Hitchcock or... is full of good good endings. No, yeah, that's Psycho? more suspense. Psycho though. was all right. How does Psycho end? Well, 
there's like a Daniel. Okay, so so well, the reveal basically that that the mother is alive yeah. is like a corpse right, in the basement, right, right. Or whatever. And then there's a denouement kind of where there's a whole bunch of shrinks talking about what a psychopath he is. But I think like the real ending is when when the reveal that the mother is this rotting corpse. Uh, that was all right. I like high that. Tension. High, high tension. tension had a good ending. Some people bitched about the twist. I really thought it worked, but a lot of people. People said like it was the twist awful. doesn't work, and I've watched that movie a shit ton. Mm, and too. there's like they're really, they're like, how did he do that? How did she do that? And I'm like. Most of the time they're alone, and she's just batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, she'll do something, then she'll come back in as the other character, and she'll do something else. And I was like, I find it shows on... Is it Alex? The other girl? Yeah. I find it shows on Alex's face, like how she... She's horrified. She trips out yeah. every time she shows up, and she's like, we're gonna get you out of here. Yeah. We're gonna get you out of here. And the girl's just freaking out, and you're like... And it plays off, A, traumatic, yeah. B... She also just showed up and killed your mother, then like yeah. left the room for a second, then came back and was like, everything's okay. The, br- know, like, the British ending for The Descent? That was fucking fantastic. Yeah, where she's just sitting in the cave? Yeah, where it's her. It wasn't, there was never any monsters yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I see that. Did you see the, did you see the original the Descent? descent? But... So, so the implication, I don't think it's like fully says that it's her, but it's really heavily implied it's that there she... were no monsters, and it was all the Asian girl killing everybody. Yeah. Huh. It's, yeah. either, it's either there were no monsters, or possibly that she's... And and it's, they they still go to the escape and everything else like that. Yeah, or yeah. she just fucking snapped and was just sort of like, I escaped. And she's just sitting there like holding a candle in the cave, just like yeah. kind of like rocking back and forth. I'm so, free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just sort of yeah. like, I'm in the car. You know? <laughs> the, the Descent 2. That was a bit of an abomination. Seriously, they go it? back in to get more people out. What? <laughs> you haven't seen it? I, sounds like Blair Witch 2. Oh, um, man. I didn't even see Blair Witch 2, but I heard it was just Blair Witch 2 awful. Was awful. Blair Witch? That was fucking great. I liked, I liked the ending I liked of Blair Witch. I've got Blair a couple Witch, that yeah. I can think of. Blair Witch was one of them. Yeah, right. Um, I liked the ending to the first Resident Evil. I remember that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Does Nemesis show up? Nemesis that shows up. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Nemesis starts to show up. Okay. Right? The, the guy gets injected with yeah, yeah. the virus, and the, they pull him out. Just as he's starting to mutate, so like there's a hint of Nemesis, but you kind of get this sense of foreboding and umbrellas taking over. Uh, Every time I see those HCBC ads for the bank, freaks me right out. (laughs) There's like I'm trying to think of like just like there's there's some movies I find that often have like that like the like the classic horror fake out ending. Yeah, you know where it's just sort of like it's worse than you thought. You know, like like like. House on Haunted Hill. Terrible ending. How did House on I don't even ending? remember how it ends. Uh, they end up in the attic, and then the ghost comes, and the last two characters, like one of them had stolen her invitation from someone else, and the, the ghost is trying to kill all the descendants of the people who worked yeah, at yeah. the house before, and it comes up right up to the guy, and he goes, but I was adopted! And then they fall out the window, and the door slams shut. And the ghost disappears, and then they find a check for a million dollars. Great. Like, it's just... That wasn't... The Hills Have Eyes had a good ending. The Hills Have Eyes had a really good ending. Remember Hills Have Eyes, the Alexandra Aja version? Yeah. Like, where... Like, one by one, the fucking the crazy mutant people are, like, picking them off, and then, yeah. like, the daughter and the son... She kidnaps go, the baby. And they and go and on the yeah. fucking, like, hardcore killing spree, yeah. or whatever else like that, of someone the mutant. gets killed with a flag. Yeah, someone gets killed with a flag, the fucking yeah. stake through the foot. Like, all that shit were just, like... And it just gets, like, worse and worse, and you're, like, it's about, like, the guy's not even about surviving. It's just, like, straight vengeance. They yeah. killed his family. Uh, just, just any movie where they say, like, they build it up, and it's it's creepy, and you're scared, and it's creepy, and you're scared. Oh, and that's the monster. You're just kind of like, ah, oh, that's not creepy or scary anymore. That 
always bugs I, me. I will say that Cabin in the Woods, to a horror fan, is a comedy. To a regular person, I think they could maybe see it. I don't think they'd even get it. I think that's why it lasted like seven days in, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. in theaters. Like, to a regular person, it might be like a kind of a creepy movie. To a horror fan, like there were like parts where I was just like, Fucking in Dying stitches, laughing, like, yeah. like, and the only one, like, we were, the theater wasn't that crowded or whatever, but like, was, I was just like, yeah. like laughing, like people would just like say a line, like, um, <laughs> the "Am I on speakerphone?" was amazing, yeah. or but just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, but that, that, that was that, funny. That, that was funny that, for that, anybody. That's legitimate yeah. comedy, but yeah. I can't remember. Like, it's just sort of like, just stuff. Like they find a door to the basement, and they're like. We have to go into the basement. No, like, no, no, no. He says specifically, we have to go into the cellar door. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> or just, or yeah. shit, or shit like, um, uh, when they're, when he's like, we need to split up, and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Just sort of like, or we have no, to guys, it totally makes sense. We absolutely have to stick together. It's the only way we'll be safe. And then, and then, and then some stuff happened. He's like, no. It's a better idea if we split up. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, because like, the character is basically just. Start off kind of as characters, and as the horror movie progresses, become horror movie archetypes. Yep, like, right. and it's like really like like the stoner. What was it? no? And that was again a straight yeah. comedy line where he's reading um, uh, Little Nemo in like, yeah. Oh like, Nemo! He's like Nemo, you gotta wake up. Things are getting topsy turvy. <laughs> he's reading like Little Nemo in Dreamland. <laughs> like not Little Nemo in Dreamland. Uh, You're confusing the NES game from like 1991 <laughs> with what's it called? Nemo, whatever the fish kid movie. No, but it's not that. Yeah, it was Finding the animated Nemo? Little Nemo. Finding no, Nemo. Yeah, it was. No, Finding no, no, Nemo. no, it's not Finding Nemo. I guarantee you. Sure? It's a, it's a book. It's a book. Little Nemo in Dreamland. I think the NES game might be based on. We'll look it up. I'm sure it would, there were fish on the cover of that book no, that he was reading. No, it wasn't. It was like an old timey classic movie. Or the also, the term, uh, husband's bulge. <laughs> it's amazing. They're they're reading like an old book from like uh, like settler's time, and they're just sort of like he gets the husband's bulge when like purifying people of the faith. <laughs> I was like husband's bulge, cracks my shit right up. Yeah. Piranha three double D. Have you seen the trailer? Yep. Oh my god, I'm so sad. I know, dude. It's Piranha three D ending amazing. Fucking yep. piranhas destroy the fucking everything, and then Christopher Lloyd is just sort of like like. They're pu- prepubescent piranhas. They're not fully grown, and like, you know, like, and like, there's bigger ones coming. And then one of the surviving heroes gets eaten by a giant fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you what saw- do you mean there's bigger ones? Uh, piranha. They're in the water. They're in a water park, first of all, which is amazing. Which that I- does sound like it delivers. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I there isn't a scene. They they don't show it in the trailer, but Aja talked about it when they were talking about the water park of just like. The girl going down, like, cut to something else, and then just, like, blood and a skeleton flying out the bottom. <laughs> you know? And I'm just sort of like, I don't know if that's in the movie, because that yeah. was just him just, like, talking about piranhas at a, uh, piranhas at a water park. And yeah. I'm like, just that alone, I'm like, I'll go to see that. Yeah. And, uh, fucking, Ving Rhames is in it again. And if you've seen, How? If you've seen Piranha, <laughs> he gets eaten. <laughs> so who knows? Like, I guess he has no arms and no legs, but, like... <laughs> But, like, and they show him, like, he's in the trailer, and, like, he shows up being, like, this bullshit again, or whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm really pumped for it. I, I'm i really excited for that movie. We're going to have to make it Tuesday, man. Course, we're going to go uh, see it. Fucking do that. Um, Scott. Yeah. Counter-Strike. Yeah, I'm ranked number 10 on my server. Yay. Moving uh, on. 
Uh, we're not going to bring anything new to the table in video games, Scott. Fine, i got to talk to you. I know your thing was to play old video games, but you just got stuck on one. Yeah, I'm really good at it now. <laughs> uh, For the viewer, Scott's just looking happy. As though he's imagining himself times. playing Counter-Strike. Yeah, i got to go. <laughs> um, Yeah, video games, that's, that's about it. I'm playing some Facebook social Ooh. games. John? I, I, I'm trying to think of the words to describe what playing Facebook games is to the gamer. It's You're like a third world poverty child. To, to memes? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't get it, man. Okay, anyway. Um, what do you no, mean we you both, we're it? both playing our way through um, uh, Space Marine well, for I'm free a... on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I fucked up my bandwidth <laughs> really badly. What but... else did they put out? I downloaded all of... Um, uh, they put out Infamous 2, Infamous 2 Ratchet and & Clank 4, didn't get Just that. Cause 2, Saints Row 2, Warhammer 40k, yep. uh, Little Big Planet 2, didn't get that. Sideway, Lara Croft and the Temple of Light, uh, Choplifter, Zombie, All of these games, incomplete, just for being a member of PlayStation Plus. Yeah, uh, I, added it up, I added up, retail value is 300 bucks. Yep. Bandwidth value? Bandwidth value is I got about seventy percent of it and it was about ninety gigs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, really nearly capped out my bandwidth. Like on like June second, yeah. <laughs> like oh shit, I have till June twenty eighth. So now I just don't watch videos at home. But Plus, fortunately, you're on dial up, right? Like that must have been awful. Yeah, it's true. They're not done downloading. <laughs> 16, 16 gigabytes for one game on dial up. That's yeah, the only thing up. is though is that I will say that having separate data plans. On the smartphone and the tablet and whatever else like that lets me like finally paying off. It like spreads my data around. Also, my <laughs> tablet's uh, billing cycles and like the, on the fifteenth, so I'm like maxing out the tablet, knowing that it like resets today and like whatever. So I'm like shuffling my data usage all around. Wanted to download something big and I used the data connection at a mall. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it to my phone. Like this is amazing. Like, <laughs> different download apps, whatever. Like the sixteen gig hard drive on the phone. I'm like I'm going shopping download and it goes and like uploaded the file to whatever it's like 600 meg whatever how's Space Marine treating you? Uh, Space Marine is I feel just shy of being a really good game yeah like it's it's fucking it's a lot of fun the thing that like I know you're playing it and I don't really care you can spoil away spoilers, whatever shit the thing that but like that I was hoping for was that there'd be more than one mission. Mm-hmm. I'm now at chapter 13 of 16. Yeah. Because as you can tell, because you look through the audio logs, and I mean, maybe there's maybe a couple chapters of extra action after yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But let's say cl- close to the end end game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fucking, uh, I've killed the orc war boss. Mm-hmm. The orcs are on the run. Uh, the Chaos Marines showed up. Yep. I'm fighting the Chaos Marines now. And it's like, I kind of hope that there'd be more missions. I thought it'd be sort of cool to have like maybe shorter, like three, four. Chapter, chapter arcs. Yeah. Arcs, like, you do here, whatever, and then you you evacuate and you leave, and then you, like, or you go and you do another mission. Like I said, other, the other species, the Warhammer species, I'm not even really even into Warhammer, but I'm yeah. like, the Necrons are non-existent, basically. Yeah, Tyranids know. don't make an appearance, I yeah, assume, yeah, yeah, the yeah, exactly. uh, Eldar, I guess not. No, I don't know what any of that is. It's just yeah. there's, like, it's... Really? He's never played 40k. Yeah, man. Well, I've played 40k for a while, and... The fact that those Tyranids don't show up in a 40k video game. Well, it's I'll tell you like, that's humans orcs. That there's um, it's a, a forge world where right. there's a Titan Manufactorum, whatever else like that, um, and the orcs have overrun it. And Space Marines are just like, look, we can't let the orcs get hold of one of the Titans. Like that'd be nonsense because 
they'll figure out a way to use it because they're orcs. Uh, so they just send a little squad of three space marines. Ultramarines. Ultramarines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultramarines. So, like, they're like, whatever, just fucking... And it's not even, like, to save the planet. It's just, like, just fucking... Kill the orcs and get our titan back. Kill the orcs and make sure the titan's okay. Yeah. The end. Then you can, like, bounce. While you're there, it turns out that there's uh, an Inquisitor who found a way, or so he thought, to fucking use warp energy to fuel things. But it was all a trick from the Chaos Space Marines. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So then they open up a conduit or whatever. The the twist that's happening right now is that your character can handle, like, raw, like, the, the energy source and, like, pick it up. And, like, the other Ultramarines are just sort of like, if you can do that, you've already fallen to Chaos, basically. Hmm. Like, that should just completely annihilate you. And even when the big uh, Chaos Marine captain shows up, it's just sort of like... That's pretty interesting. Like, like, it says, like, straight to your face, like, yeah. this doesn't make any fucking sense, like... That's actually kind of interesting. One of the first lines out of your, your character's mouth at the start, somebody somebody says, like, oh, you know, Captain, we shouldn't do that particular tactic, because it's not by the book. They, yeah, they quote the codex. And, yeah, the, the codex. And then your character is like, well, when you're as old as I am, you're going to interpret the codex in your own way. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the Space Marine kind of way. You should yeah. be, like, obeying the codex or dying. So, like, I immediately started distrusting the main character. Well, and even the sergeant, too. Like, yeah. the uh, the grizzled old sergeant, who's just yeah. sort of like, like, shut up, young guy. Yeah. The captain knows what he's talking about, and you're like, huh? You know, and but at the same time, like I had this really long conversation with Jaime about like the Warhammer 40k universe. Yeah. Talking about how like the Codex is just, or the Codex Astartes, whatever the fuck yeah. it is, is like really set up to prevent people from chaos, chaos indoctrination. From chaos indoctrination, but also even just to prevent humans from becoming too powerful mm-hmm. in case they fall to chaos and whatever else like that. Like the whole how a company can only have a thousand people and yeah. whatever else like that. Like there's a lot of rules that are just really to prevent one person from possibly becoming too powerful, even without falling necessarily to chaos, mm-hmm. just to make sure that the Emperor can still run and maintain the, control. the Imperium can maintain control. So, like, eh, maybe... I've always really liked the 40k universe. It's so dark and rich, and there's just so much shit to it, but, it, I don't know, man. It's just too much. Like, the, the funniest thing I was trying to explain, like, 40k to, uh, to Walter, and he was just sort of like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, yeah, you do. And he's like, no. I was like, you know those stores in the mall called Games Workshop and you're like oh man Games Workshop I'm gonna go check that out and then you get there and there's nothing you want and there's just fucking little molten men and you're like why are those $40 and, wh- <laughs> and what fucking game do I play with them yeah. and then like the fucking the staff's not helpful because if you're not there and you don't know what's going on they don't give a fuck <laughs> they're there to sell you fucking lumps of metal Yep, for $40 <laughs> and if you're not interested in buying their lumps of metal they don't give a shit and he's like, yeah, I do know those. <laughs> I'm like, it's right. Everybody's been to a Games Workshop store. And they're like, I remember being a kid and being disappointed. Yeah. Like, like not having seen uh, a Games Workshop store before I was in Ontario. And I was like, Games Workshop? That sounds fun. Like, I like board games and, like, role-playing. Right. Like, I assumed there would be role-playing game books and all that stuff. Nope. Wrong. Codex. <laughs> like, just books and books and books of rules and fucking lore. And I don't know. So you guys know I played 40k for a couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You could weigh in at any point. I, I, I think, fucking, I think been, it I'm looks fucking, your... it looks super fun. I just, it... It's very expensive. Yeah. It's very time consuming. It's very, um, busy. You can't just show up at someone's house and play. You need a table. You need a map. You need terrain. You need... Yeah. Lots and lots of figures and vehicles. You need lots of dice and sometimes tape measures, sometimes not. Like some of the weapons are guess range. Yeah. I was really good at that. Good spatial awareness. <laughs> um, know, like we, we but like, like, it is a very rich universe. And yeah. when you do 
I don't think anyone played the same army in our group of friends that were playing. Right. So like, whether they were like Jaime played Space Marines, I played Imperials, Mark played Tyranids, uh, Jimmy played Chaos, like Kim played Orcs. Like we all had different stuff, and that made it interesting because it was all very right. varied. That's why if 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 I got into a game like that where it was like leaving out stuff, like it's appealing to a very small audience. I think to start off with, saying okay, this hey forty k fans, we're we finally got that game that lives up. I mean, so long as you're into Space Marines, maybe Orcs or Chaos. I mean, to be fair, it's called Warhammer forty k. Space Marine, yeah. (laughs) Okay, but like like and and without even any shout outs to. Yeah. The others. Like, if I was a big Tyranid player, and I'm like, oh, the big 40k game is out, and I, I we're get not this even isn't, in this it. This isn't a military game, though. This is like a first-person shooter okay, but like, version. It's totally not trying to do, like, the strategy. It, it's basically, it plays out like a like a God of War, or like, yeah. whatever else like I'm that. trying to... Imagine, like, there was a League of Legends movie coming out, and it only focused on one character well, that's you could, not your character. You couldn't include all of them, because it's too much to put into a single... Or like, imagine Mortal Kombat came out and Scorpion wasn't in it. And you're like, well, that was. I don't, kinda, know. I don't know, dude. That, that's like Scorpion that's like saying like, man, fuck the Avengers movie. There was no vision. Like you know, I mean, like that the, was my favorite character, <laughs> and they left him or her out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like I I get it, and it's like and it's that that's not the story that they're telling. And I mean, like, and I could and like I and even as a non 40k fan kind of getting into the game, whatever, I'm going to play through it. I feel sad that I'm only going to be on the Forge world. I'm only yeah. telling this one story. See, I thought that if they did your, it, hypes your, you up your, for sequels where maybe it will your be. Your Avengers the analogy was wrong. Imagine that they announced an X-Men movie coming out, and right. it you were like, yeah, an X-Men movie. Right. And you sit down and you watch it, and it's about Cyclops and Jubilee and Professor X. Yeah. And that's it. The, none of the other characters are, are even mentioned. You're like, what? Wolverine and Storm? Like, this... Yeah, but what if you know, like what whatever? If, I mean, like yeah. I'm a fan of X Men, but that's kind of a. What if that was the to, point? To they be, were doing a story that fair, was a tiny subset. That's what they did in X Men too. It was an X Men movie that was about Wolverine. Everybody else was just fucking salad but, dressing but, on. No, that. but they had that's it. They had salad dressing. They had but shout they had, outs. They referenced a lot of the X Men universe. They gave Nightcrawler a five minute montage at the start of the movie. Hey. Uh, they had Magneto so. with his really cool breakout. Like they, all the characters got moments. I, but I and I, and I almost I get the impression the the, the the I don't think it's it's not amazingly well written but I also get the impression that Games Workshop holds on to its fucking intellectual properties pretty strongly and like they would be like well if the Orcs showed up or whatever so and so wouldn't show up and this team wouldn't have like I don't think they could unless they did it like I said sort of like missions on different planets I think when they wrote a story arc they'd be like well there's only so much that could go down because if fucking Ultramarines are there, the Tyranids won't show up. I, like, I actually think the game would have been incredibly stupid if they had put the other races in. The, like, the story of the game is you go to save a bunch of Titans, you beat up the Orcs who are doing it, you discover some Chaos guys, you go and you beat up the Chaos guys. Yeah. That's the story. If, like, Necrons showed up, and then a bunch of Eldar, pew, they beam down and you beat up three Nec- yeah. three Eldar, and then you never hear from them again. Like I said, unless... It would be put in just for fan service, and it doesn't it doesn't bring value but, to the story. But those things exist in the universe. Yeah, but not there. And, and not at, at no point time. in time do they deny yeah. other things. They Like, like in the little preamble, they're like, in the future, there's only war, like, yeah. faction upon faction, whatever else like that. And they were just sort of like, this is just the one story. In one planet, in one corner of the galaxy, yeah. and it's just, it's a bunch of orcs and chaos. I get it. I just yeah. think that, like, 
And I mean, and, and I think as that, as someone who played 40k, yeah, spent money on 40k. There's lots of Imperials during there. I played Catachans, and if yeah. there weren't Catachans in the video game, I'd be like, well, that's not really. Like, I had the chance to play Space Marines when I was playing 40k, and I didn't. Right. But then I don't think you, if you pick up a game called Warhammer 40k Space Marine. That's I it. I wouldn't Maybe have picked you it should. up. Maybe you would see like how how like it, it is supposed to be just like a little narrow story, and all the other window dressing would just like take away from the. Huh. Actual thing. I'm Maybe. a big fan of fan service. Yeah. In so. my video game news, I downloaded the soundtrack to Max Payne 3. Oh yeah, that was it good. It was very interesting in the fact that it was um, written and recorded by a band. No shit. One band did all the music for it. What, what, what Here, is this, that band? this is a super cool thing that we talked about last podcast, and I commented on this in the podcast like notes. Really? It's all by health. You talked about Max Payne. He was he health. There's no health. Are you positive? Pretty sure. I've seen them live. <laughs> <laughs> they opened up for Crystal Castles. They do a lot of noise stuff, heavy drums, distorted guitars. How come you never said that on a podcast when we were talking about it? Well, because you didn't say it was fucking, you said Max Payne 3 soundtrack, and then I looked it up to like link to it, and I was like, oh, this is all by health. Like, all caps. All caps. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a little weird. So you're bringing up a thing okay. we already talked about. Yeah, but this time we're talking about health. Okay. They're a noise band. They opened up for Crystal Castles. And was it a good Max show? It was a pretty good show. A lot of people really weren't into it because their their Max Payne stuff. I listened to a couple tracks based on your recommendations yeah. from last show. Is a lot more composed than their actual stuff. Like I have some of it on my computer. Like their actual stuff, and like it gets pretty noisy. I like the noisy side of Crystal Castles. Does it yeah, but it's not, it's not Crystal that? Castles at all. It's yeah. it's very like percussion oriented and like 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 go 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 and then like. It, regardless, I think it's pretty inspired to do that to a video game. Say this is the tone we want. This is the band we got. Well, Nine Inch Nails I, did that for the first Quake. For Quake, yeah. 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 And, and I mean, and they're they're doing that with but movies not many and other stuff too. Video games have that. No, right? like, no, pretty rare. I'm doing it with movies more often, like. Where they have like the score by Moby or like the score by uh, the Rizza. Huh? The Rizza. Score by the Rizza and uh, fucking uh, Ghost Dog. Or Daft Punk. In, Daft um, Punk for Tron. Tron. Yeah. Uh, Chemical Brothers for Hannah. Man, that soundtrack's good. Did you guys see Hannah? No. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. You like yeah, it? Yeah, that movie was awesome. I, I delivered. I have, um, it's, on yeah. my, it's on my to watch. Really? I have it. I thought it, it, was, it was trying to be like a chick Jason Bourne kind of kind of dealio I, I found it was a little derivative like the acting was good the story was alright I, I don't feel it like did anything that was very surprising a uh, female action protagonist that wasn't sexual well that was that was like the point that's the setup so I knew that that was what was going to happen when I went into it and I was I was neither like like since Ripley I can't think of another one that wasn't and even then Ripley's a little bit not really She's nope. not really. They, they show her in her undies at the end. That's about as far yeah, as yeah, she yeah. gets. And it's not really sexy. They're, not like, they're dirty and those underwear are gross. As she but would the be fact crawling they get, around. A... They, they put her in her underwear. Like, yeah. just... I'm trying to think. Like female action protagonist. protagonist who is not sexy. High tension. Am I right, boys? <laughs> yeah, but she's know. also the antagonist. Yeah, the amount of times I jerked off that <laughs> is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but you were always watching the scene where the guy masturbates with a woman's severed head. Yeah, whatever. It's alright. I mean, is that weird, guys? Is that... Where's your girlfriend? Uh, she, she can't be here today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what did I... I guess you're right. I don't know. I can't really think of that many. I... So if you go, like, Alien 78, Alien 2, 86, <sighs> Alien 3 and 4 don't really count. Alien 3, she was still the fucking hero of. 
And she was not sexy in Alien 3. Her fucking head was shaved. Yeah, but that wasn't even a good movie, so... No, but you didn't say it had to be good. I guess see Prometheus. Good, good's a bonus. Kind of no, bad, I didn't, I didn't see, see Prometheus. Yeah. I, uh, I, I do want to. Mixed reviews. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It. I like New Mirror Pass. I like Michael Fassbender. Appar- apparently, like the the way I had it summed up to me, person who was like fan of Aliens, fan of Ridley Scott, fan of whatever else like that, uh, was just sort of like when it's on, it's a fucking like it's like I'd score it ninety five percent. He's like, there's like fifteen to twenty minutes of the movie, which like, and he's like, start to finish is gorgeous. He's like, mm-hmm. special effects is like beautiful start to finish. He's like, that's a given. And he's like, and but he's like, that's not the only reason you watch a movie. Fucking yeah, Avatar had amazing special effects and was pretty much a shit movie. Mm-hmm. So he's like, visually, start to finish, perfect. Moments where it's like, he's like, I'd score it like a ninety to ninety-five percent, where you're fucking super involved, super invested, the characters make sense. And he's like, but there's about an hour and a half where it like floats around at a sixty percent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, man. I could, I could see it. Like. Well, we're gonna have to go see. Just like, sure. no, what I'm saying, you know, but I mean, but like, when you think of like Ridley Scott's other stuff, even like I rewatched Blade Alien. Runner. I rewatched Alien. I re- rewatched Blade Runner. It was still watchable. Yeah, Alien's still it's watchable. Very watchable, but it does have a lot of like meandering. Where are you going with this? Especially depending on what version what you about, watch. What about Gladiator? That was a tight movie. Front Ish. to back. Yeah, I really. Yeah, part, parts of it like meandered. Remember when he was like knocked unconscious and he had his little visions of like walking through the wheat field? Like you understand why? It was why great. It tied the whole thing together. Yeah. I guess. I don't what are you know. talking about? No, he dies at the end, and then he's in the wheat with his wife and his kid. It's fucking perfect. There's no incest, though. It's a big, big <laughs> failure of the Gladiator <laughs> franchise. There was a... Um... Wow. <laughs> no, I watched... Uh... Did anyone watch the season premiere of True Blood? Yes. No. Uh, they they throw in, like... They throw in vampire incest, right? Like, yeah. they have the same sire and... The this is my sister. Make out, make out, make out. And they were just sort of uh, like... Like, it was almost just sort of like... It's like, this is my sister. Make out, make out, make yeah. out. Like, look at the screen. This is HBO. Game of Thrones. Am I right? <laughs> Ding! Like, winky yeah. face to the audience. Like Our father was Godric. Uh, I mean, I called it, too. Yeah. Sarah was like, fucking apparently everything on HBO has got to have incest now. Yeah. And I was like, now that right, Game of Thrones fucking blazed that trail, everyone's yeah. doing it. Well, it, was I mean, just, like, it was just really good because it was right in front of Vampire Bill, who... Yeah had previously broken up with a girl when he found out she was like his great 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 granddaughter yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so like he and then they like, kicked him out of a window for seeing no wait that was Game of Thrones again. <laughs> was it good everybody was worried about this it this was being so shitty. far yeah. like like I mean they go, it's, I, my, my thoughts on True Blood were summed up when we saw that trailer when we were watching the Game of Thrones season finale which I'm like True Blood to me really really benefits from being on in the summertime like like <laughs> Mad Men just wrapped Game yeah. of Thrones wrapped all the all the syndicated shit is done yeah. and I'm like there's really there's True Blood o'clock <laughs> time for True Blood it's like yeah. literally the only new show that I'm watching everything else I'm just catching up on I'll, stuff. I'll tell you right. why I liked it okay. the first episode is about vampires yep. Yep. and a little bit about werewolves and it's it. not about main ads it is not about fairies yeah. it is not about anything else it's about vampires, and a little bit about werewolves, and that's that. That it. really bodes well. That, I, I thought I, that was when the show was I, at its best. Was I heard a thing, vampires, because the book, this book, the fifth book, is supposed to be like fairy start to back. God fucking damn it! But uh, the book, the book, Riz, the book, my wife is reading the books now, and she's like, the books deviate a lot. Lafayette dies in the first book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and also Lafayette's like a combination of two characters or whatever. And, yeah, exactly. like, he's such a great character though on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's um, and from the from the from the series opener, they've kind of cleaned him up a bit. Like mm-hmm. it seems, 
Like, he's just sort of like, I don't want any of this shit. I don't want any of this in my life. Like, Wasn't whatever. he a juju wizard yeah, at the end yeah, of the yeah, yeah, fourth exactly. season? Exactly, and yeah. I was like, it was so bothersome. It was just yeah. sort of like, giving everybody powers. They fucking, the last split second of the show pissed me right the fuck off. Just you can spoil it. I don't give a shit. Fucking right, Tyrus, it was spoilers. Spoilers, big spoilers. True Blood If you haven't seen it, one. if you're a True Blood fan. Spoilers. <clears throat> fucking goddamn Terra's a vampire. Oh, really? I was really hoping that she was going to stay dead from last season finale. Do but, you know why oh, that yeah. bothers me? Because I fucking hate Tara? Because I hate Tara except for one moment when she says, fuck this town. End of season three when yeah. she leaves and you're like, you made the best call you of your the life. Best cho- yeah. That's the smartest moment any character has made since and the it's, time it's the, the perfect retired. finale to your character. You're, she's too smart for this shit and she fucks off. Yeah. Yay! It, like, since the sheriff quits, right? He's the only other character who's made a smart decision about life in Bonton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sheriff before Andy. Andy different. Yeah. No, 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 the sheriff Andy, before Andy, the old, the yeah. old-time sheriff, who's just sort of like, I'm an old-time southern sheriff in a small town, and he's like, before this, this is too much. And he's like, he's like 30 years on the police force, and I dealt with two no, murders. Yeah. He's like, there's been 10 in a week. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I retire. Yeah. And I, I was just like, slow clap. Yeah, Good yeah, yeah. Job. <laughs> Everyone getting powers is like, it's super... Yeah, important. is Jason still a best at... Is that... He's no, he never turned. Remember the end of season? He never yeah. turned, and he was like, he thought he was going to, and he was like, locked himself up, and he never turned. And he never turned, and they haven't haven't touched it at least yet. Oh, he's totally gonna turn into a. Bastard. I really hope he doesn't, though. I really, I really hope it's just like, I I really like the fact that a dumb character just gets by by being pretty. Yeah, like he's just an idiot. He does, <laughs> he does face up to that a little bit in this episode. In the yeah. first yeah. episode, it, it was not bad. But anyway, supposedly I had heard like I don't know if it was like a rumor or whatever. Supposedly the reaction to the fairies in episode one last season was like so overwhelmingly negative overwhelmingly negative yeah. that they're like we, they can't abandon it completely because they've, they've up and said Sookie's so a fairy a, but you yeah. know what that's fine they had three seasons of Sookie having these powers and they've said they gotta explain it at some point Sookie you have these powers because you're part fairy deal with it and then if they just put that in their back pocket but, yeah. touch a bit but they again. threw it in a little bit in the end of season 4 where the fairy came and fucked Andy again right like uh yeah but then they killed her that was that was amazing I'm your fairy godmother Eric Blah. boom just like yeah. annihilates her there's a, there's a lot that of that was all those fans who hated yeah, that first I, episode I was gonna say cheering. that yeah. was probably service to the fans who fucking yeah, hated yeah, yeah. So I and hope... by fans I mean fucking everybody who saw that episode exactly who was not 12 years old that's right or, yeah, yeah that's great... that's what was really good about the first episode. It was about vampires, vampire yeah. politics, a little bit leftover werewolf because they've introduced Alcide and people seem to like him because he's yeah. he's big in Twilight. Yeah, but either, either way, dude, that guy's huge. He almost yeah. he almost got the role of Superman. Really? Like yeah. lo- like Lafayette is a big black dude. Yeah, towers over most of the cast. Fucking, he goes like nose to nose, like WWE style with Al Saeed in this episode, yeah. and Al Saeed seriously has a fucking head on him. Yeah. Like, and I was like, Lafayette's a big guy. <laughs> like, they get in a little bit of the werewolf politics and stuff, yeah. which is kind of cool. Like, the Packmaster who died in the end of season, like, whatever. And again, it's okay. Um, I don't mind werewolves so much in the, in the True Blood universe, mm-hmm. because they're just useless. You're, you're kind of letting your World of Darkness roots come through. Like, I was okay with a little bit of werewolf in my vampire games, but any more than that, and I'm fucking well, out. The, the part, like, yeah. the part that kind of Tiny bugs... A little bit. That bugs me about werewolves yeah. in True Blood is they're just, like, the world's shittiest shapeshifters. Because, <laughs> like, the true. shapeshifters are like, we can do anything, and they're yeah. like, yeah, well, we could turn into bulls, and we run in packs, and I'm like... Oh, But there's kind of, like, and they never really, like, it's they do that thing that Harry Potter does, where they, like, 
the writer sort of intentionally nerfs certain powers, like how in Harry Potter they introduced time travel in book three, then realized it was too powerful, and then yeah. in like a single paragraph in book five, they're like, yeah, we broke all the time traveling devices, so only like mega wizards can do it now, or like whatever, and they're like shapeshifters, Sam can become anything. There's like a whole pack of like werewolves, whatever, and I'm like, become a grizzly bear, Sam. Yeah. Become a grizzly bear. And or kill... fucking crocodile, or and a, kill, a, like kill, a mastodon. Kill ten werewolves. Just... Yeah. Just do it. You might get a little hurt, you might get a little banged up, but like you're like backing away and being like all nervous. I'm like, become a goddamn elephant, even like <laughs> just like, yeah. burr, like stomp all over them. Like, yeah. it, apparently, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. but he's like, no, I'm gonna become an eagle and fly away. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm like? Just kill them all. Like, I wish he didn't fly away. I wish he would have just like floated around above them, dropping bird shit and shit. <laughs> I'm I'm really much what more. You gonna do I, about it? it could have ended with him turning into an elephant and the wolves just <laughs> slink the fuck away like that. That's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, that's weird. Did not did not plan on that. Yeah, yeah, because well, can't. I guess he wins. Yeah, like can't he even like become a fly. Didn't he even do that at some point. Like I think he did. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, like it's like shapeshifters could do fucking anything. Just become a really big animal. <laughs> You'll be okay. The wolves are just gonna like probably cower because you're like. Become a fucking polar bear. Basically, what we really want is just a fucking World of Darkness show that doesn't suck. Right. <laughs> like Kindred the Embarrassed. Well, that was like the best part of the show for me so far. It was when the the king showed up on national television, murdered totally. an anchor, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like just broke well, the masquerade. And you're like, yeah. <gasps> he broke the masquerade. Like, like that was like I think I said that, and Sarah's so like, what? And I'm like. Well, and, I'm, and like, and they even they have their own version of it, right? Yeah. Like, like the authority, full, like the the public vampires don't hurt anyone, and blah blah blah. Like, it's just a yeah. different version of the masquerade. Totally. Whereas, like the, the the face of the the face of the authority is like, yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, fucking true blood is fucking tastes like garbage. Yeah. yeah, most vampires are still gonna kill humans, but like this serves our political agenda, so we're just gonna Keep put on a fucking smiley yeah. face and just go. And it's like it's just another version of the masquerade. It's still hiding the hiding the true nature of vampires. Yep. And then when he just showed up and he was like, vampires are killers and they're always killers. Blah! Murders a guy on TV. What's up now? It was great. It was a great moment. That was the show at its best. Vampire fans. That's season three-ish? Two. Three. Really? Three. Two is the dumb one. Two is the one with the main ad. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have sex and get dirty or else we're gonna turn black. I hated that fucking episode. Oh, that that season. That season was bullshit. It had a couple of good moments, but they were interspersed with a whole lot of... Same thing, too, with that. That, that was the season also where there's the Vampire Hunter yep. team, or whatever, who the, are, like, the not... Christians? That was yeah, kind like, of funny. Are, but, like, it was... And it, but the it was, Christian like... Church? Yeah. yeah. I love Jason Stackhouse at Christian Absolutely. Church. Christian, that was, that was but, Jason like, at his fucking the, But, like, the, the, again... The, I'm really good at running and shooting and fucking your wife. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just, like... But both storylines were like joke storylines. Like when yeah. the people became under the Minette spell, whatever, they uh, they were more silly than scary. Yeah, like they were just like woo and like whatever. So like kind of comedy relief. Like even when the whole city was overrun, it was still kind of like cheese ball, you know? Like, oh. and then the other storyline was like these like we love Jesus and hate vampires. And then like the vampires have like stand up on the hill and being like, so what's the plan? Do we just do we just kill them all? Yeah. Like, is that the plan? We just kill everything, and like the, like nothing was really a threat, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, the main ad was a threat, but she wasn't she wasn't played like a threat. Yeah. And the church was not a threat whatsoever. Like, we we captured a vampire because Godric showed up and was like, "Capture me." Yeah. <laughs> you know? and like, I was really sad they killed him. He could have brought a lot to the table. Godric. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was fun. 
that's your world of darkness shining through. I really want to explore the world of an elder. Yeah. A little bit. I guess well, right. there's already that a little bit with Eric. Really? Is he getting all eldery and... No, but... He has some flashbacks. Yeah, but he's, but he's also like a, just like an exceedingly old vampire who's just kind of like happy with... Like, whatever. I also, I also really hope that Eric and Bill... Like stay close because the fucking interplay between those two characters, like, like they're like, like worst enemies and best friends, like at yeah. the same time. Like they're like, like fuck, I hate you. Like I hate you so much. You know? <laughs> but like, but we're on the same page. Like, and again, fucking harkening back to World of Darkness. Like, Absolutely. Like we're on the same page politically. Yep. So I guess we're allies, and like, and also we know each other. But like, you're you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> you know, like it's good time. I I really liked in the first episode again. If you if you own, um, the. Christian leader guy comes back as a vampire and he's yeah, yeah. harassing Jason and Jessica shows up and is like I am older than you so you will respect me and throws him out of the house amazing and it's like he you're like a year and a half older than him. two years it's like an 11th gen yelling at a 12th gen yeah. you're like sticker you're outside of the new times two dots of disciplines <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, just like it's good times. It's coming up on the hour. Does anyone have anything really, uh, really intense to say? Scott, you want to talk about Max Payne soundtrack some more? Okay, I don't I know if I've told you guys about this. I downloaded the Max Payne three soundtrack. It's by Van Called Health. All caps. I and at the, I thought uh, it was Heath. The the E and the A are kind of stuck together, sort of like Encyclopedia, but opposite. You mean like Caesar? So like Heath. E and the A and Health. There's still an L. I'm almost sure there's an L. Are, are you saying it like both? 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 No. Both of them? Both of them? My name is Kelth. Kelth. Uh, I'm reading a cool Conan comic. Uh, it's called the Black Queen. Conan the Black Queen. Uh, Conan is on... Black Queen now? Yeah, well, she's a... Departure from the white barbarian look? Well, no, she's... <laughs> <laughs> she is a pirate captain who is pale and sails a ship and he falls in love with her and they have cool adventures it's by Dark Horse uh, the art is very good it's a young Conan mm-hmm. so he's like 20 he's not like the grizzled veteran warrior right. stuff it's a retelling of an original Howard story uh, it reads really well and it's a lot of fun I like the art on it it's a female artist which is kind of interesting for Conan hmm. is it any good? the art the, art's, the <laughs> art is the best part of the book of, of, of each issue um, she does a good job of exploring Hyperborea, so it's cool. I like it. Check it out. It's on Dark Horse. Cool. I'm still reading Transmit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, delivering. It it gets a little tedious, a little weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, the initial the initial what like the story in the trade there with the uh. uh Probably heard that. Nice. Tried to cover it, yeah. but it was way louder than I expected. I expected one of those like <sighs> burps. Nope. Nope. That's not what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the first storyline with the uh, the aliens who were like, or the humans who were like splicing alien DNA and all that stuff. Yeah, I thought it was like really, really cool. But the episodic stuff, mm-hmm. like like the, the single issue, the one offs, kind of gets dry because you're just sort of like spiders, and then he shows up and he has a thing, and then he's out, you know? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Sometimes it's really. It hits. I don't know. Did you read all of them, or just like the first trade? Or I read like six trades. Okay, so pro- it's probably most of them. I think probably, like forty. Pretty something. sure all of it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've experienced the same thing where you're just sort of like, when it hits like the story arcs, or when you kind of 
when you can tell where you where, where you can see the commentary, it's pretty yeah. good. It's kind of cool. Like when you're like, oh, he's making fun of this thing in I, modern. I, I society. really really like slammed through them all in one go. So the stuff that was boring, I probably just skimmed really quickly okay, through it. And th- there are like more story arcs. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, at the one with his. Like I just finished the latest the, the latest one was like a three or four issue, whatever, where it was like his wife. Her head was cryogenically frozen, okay. and not to be, she wasn't to be like revived or reanimated until he was dead. <laughs> but like then she like framed him with the fucking the no contact people, the people who like don't want to touch anything in the world because it's like. And then there's like a, the kid who had, doesn't have a head who's actually like a bomb. Like uh, maybe it's maybe that's past. It's been a couple of years. So. Anyway, yeah, exactly. And even then, it wasn't it wasn't as strong. It's just like I mean, like even some of the one offs, I really like them. Yeah. But it's just it's a little hit and miss. I find. Which is, uh, I guess, all right. Okay. Yeah, that's, is that 90s? That's it. Are we 90s? Yeah, we didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm Scott. I'm John. I'm Keith. <laughs> we got it in before we could fuck it up. I'm Keith. And this fuck. is the 90s. Yeah, this is the 90s. The 95 Entertainment System. We fade into the music. Men, dude, last episode. Yes. First one being that our store is open. If you want to go and buy an admittedly limited selection of 9to5.cc swag, head on over to www.9to5.cc and uh, click on the store menu in the menu bar. The other somewhat exciting thing for us, not so exciting for you, but it'd be really exciting if you followed through with it, is that we are now affiliate marketers with Zazzle.com, Amazon.com, Amazon.ca. You're going to see links for those on the website at 9to5.cc. If if you're going to be making purchases through either of those three websites, either Amazon.com if you use a Kindle or if you're in the States or Amazon.ca in Canada or Zazzle.com if you want to uh, make your own t-shirts or or buy some of our t-shirts or buy some other merchants t-shirts whatever you want to do uh it'd be really awesome if you went to our site www.9to5.cc before you did that so that way um it wouldn't change the cost to you but we'd actually end up making a little bit of money because we do all this for free because we love you uh, i wasted too much of your time already 9to5.cc we're not working why should you thanks for listening